It's saving light and day. Make sure you get some. Make sure you get some tonight. You need day, you need, you need night, you need light, you need saving from darkness. Day, light, saving! I'm only gonna be able to receive a little bit tonight. My heart and mind are pretty hard by, by pride. Just pray for a softness. Hallow it be thy name. Hallow it be thy name. The steel drums get me every time. Be another, hallowed be thy name. Praise them on the instruments. This is the air steel drums. Hallowed be thy name. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I know you guys are coming fresh out of God. <laughs> Thanks for coming in all prayed up and victorious in Jesus' name. It's good to see everybody. So blessed and not stressed. So selfless with crosses the size of the galaxy. Can't even pray for a better army than this, and I'm speaking things as though they are. No negativity. Hallelujah. I got a song to play before we start. Just to make sure that your life don't end up a big fart. Because if we don't learn righteousness... We automatically go into the wide path of you know what <laughs> Satan's toilet kerplunk and get the special baptism of the poo poo so we don't want that amen it's like living in a litter box of Satan There's better places to be. It's called Calvary. That your eyes may be open to see the greater glory of the cross. Who is the boss so that you can't be tossed?
to and fro by every wind of doctrine of Molech, Azazel, and Pan. Loose! <laughs> and Gabriel, who's over all the snakes. And paradise, too. Interesting combination. Let it work on you. I let it work on me so I can be even more free so that evil spirits do flee in a greater separation from that false tree. Mm-hmm. The one your mama ate from and died. And that's why you're so screwed up inside. Not that you have a scapegoat, Azazel. For you will be sent into the wilderness called the Lake of Fire. With no attire. And we shall laugh at you in the blessedness of the earth. Glory. <clears throat> well, it's an interesting day in the glory. One thing about walking in righteousness is constant interessante. That's the Hebrew word for things are getting pretty crazy. Muy interessante. Let's turn up this background a little bit. Jesus frees us. Heavenly Father, we pray in the name of Jesus tonight that everything of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and every spirit, soul, mind, and body would be bound in everlasting chains and separated from the tree of life by the seed of God's word and every spirit at the sound of my voice and anything that opposes the word of God in these people would be circumcised out of their hearts into the lake of fire where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth forever. And we thank you, Father, for it. Amen. Those are the best couple days of my entire life. Extreme righteous glory. Extreme righteous glory. Dealing with all the, the sorceries of the politicians around election day that happens to fall on a blood moon right now. There's a blood moon out there, but you can't see it because it's raining and cloud cover. Thick cloud cover and a heavy, saturating rain of glory. And we need it. We need all the help we can get. And God has given us all the help that we need so we don't pray to a pie in the sky out of an empty heart like those who don't know Christ in their heart but we have a heart full of Christ therefore we're in agreement with the Lord himself inside our own bodies temples of the Holy Ghost and the agreement that we have with the Lord Jesus Christ on the inside causes us to speak a certain vocabulary on the outside 
and that's a vocab where you're never sad because you're always with your dad God maker of heaven and earth where you don't need to help him you can rest in his word you can allow the sword of the spirit to simply separate you further from the Satan's and the sins of the Satan's and your own wickedness in your hearts and your own wickedness in your minds you can be separated from everything unclean until the Sun is pouring forth through your faces and the earth is as bright as the Sun so a blood moon today Joel says the moon will be turned to blood before the great and the terrible day of the Lord I believe today is one of those terrible days and terrible means awesome for all the paranoid false prophetic people terrible means great and awesome day of the Lord of Spirits and his Messiah the seven spirits of God is the Lord of Spirits and his Messiah is victorious over every demon but most of you are absolutely not because you don't know him very well on the inside because you don't give him much of your own hearts and so tonight we want to give the Messiah more of our hearts more of our souls more of our thoughts and our intentions more of our pride and our lusts and everything unclean in his eyes we want to give it to him to be burned in fresh fire and blown away by the four winds of heaven far and farther and farther away from your spirit today into that place where there is no trace in your face of shame or a downcast countenance but it's so far removed from you that it has no influence over your natural realities that's the actual forgiveness of sins we want forgiveness of sins like the Bible teaches that automatically heals our natural realm elementally atomically in the molecules of all the waters in the molecules of all the liquids of our flesh and blood and spirits and souls and houses for you know you're made of water but so is the living water your spirit real water and real water will cleanse your natural water and make it as clear and clean as the water of the third heaven there needs to be a washing the spirit and the bride say come and drink at the end of the Bible the very last chapter is about what the water can do for the nations who drink it and get cleansed from every spot and stain and wrinkle of their natural man your natural man needs washing your brain needs healing the atoms in your brain the neurons in your brain the intelligence of wisdom and the intellect of wisdom in your minds need healed in your brains because of an immaturity you have not understood the transfiguration of the renewing of your minds it's a place of total neglect 
It's a place of animal nests. It's a place of recklessness. It's a place of Azazel. It's a place of the goat. And it's a place of the calf of pride and of lust that needs to be slaughtered in all of us. And we volunteer first. Let judgment from the heart of God, the breastplate of Almighty Father God in the third heaven, come upon Red Letter Ministries. Judgment is the best thing there is. Judgment's the only thing, the wrath of God is the only thing that produces the glory of God that is the judgment upon all lawlessness, wickedness, corruption of all the works of men and women in the earth. We need judgment. We need people that are brave to stand up and receive judgment. We need a people that love God the Father so much that they can change their brains and become a different form in spirit and in soul, in bloodline, engrafted into the cultivated olive tree of Israel to become the Israel of God. We need a people that will be separate from the animals and be holy with the angels. It will be with the holy watchers. Who are these holy watchers? I am so glad you asked. People are so paranoid that when you start to get into real mysticism and real spirituality, real wisdom, real righteousness, and real judgment, they often interpret things negatively or they interpret things foolishly. Doesn't mean just because they're interpreted and you think you understand doesn't mean you understand. Understanding is the possession of the Father removing your heart and mind through circumcision. The circumcision of heart and mind that the New Testament prescribes for born-again believers is the removal of you and your culture and your DNA and your heart and your mind and your thoughts and your attitudes and your actions and everything of your natural realm gets separated from the ability of your parents that is your DNA which is your manifestation as a natural man and a natural woman we need to be changed in our hearts changed in our minds into the DNA of Jesus Christ into the genetics of God the Father and what Jesus is we must become anyone who loves Jesus will live and walk as Jesus Christ lived and walked. How many of y'all know he changed appearances multiple times? He had the appearance of Jesus of Nazareth, of the DNA of Mary, and then in his resurrection, the apostles who had been with him three and a half years did not recognize him. He had the appearance of Adam. He had the appearance of a man without sin, raised from the dead. He was a sin-free man, so he looked nothing like all the Jewish sins of the DNA of Mary and the tribe of Judah that Mary was from and Joseph was from that was in his natural man's DNA. None of that was even there in the resurrection form. Doesn't mean Jesus sinned. God prepared a body for him. What body? The body of Jewish flesh, king of the Jews. The Bible says he died a sinner with all the sins of the world. You can't have more sin than what Jesus took on Calvary. He didn't sin. 
He took the sins of the Jewish race. He took the sins of the Gentiles and of everyone in the world upon him physically and buried them in hell so that you could be a different race of his resurrection and his glory and his power in lightning and in thunder and in action and in speech and in morality and in wisdom and in peace and in creative ability and Jesus did it all for you and you are simply waking up to him inside you and by feeding the lion's mouth of the tribe of Judah who's conquered Satan and his angels who lives and has residency in your spirits and if you feed him instead of your own souls if you feed Jesus and not the beast and not the brain and the mark of the beast and not the mark of the beast in your hands and not the beast in your brains but if you feed Jesus in you and separate yourself by starving out your sins starving out all the parts of you that belong to the devils and feeding the part of you that belongs to God the Father that bears his image that is your spirits born again of spirit and water and you feed your spirit he will rise up in your circumcised hearts he will rise up in your circumcised minds and you will bear forth his image as an Israelite of God which means son of God a son of God who has no mother or father no beginning or end but he remains forever by the order of righteousness in true righteousness of true Melchizedek which is the priesthood of the path of serving God the Father in holiness and in purity and in peace and in true agape love and in true wisdom from above that is first of all pure and excellent and totally free from religion and the pride of the fallen angels so there is a righteousness that's imparted into us by grace that matures us in this place he wants to raise you up he wants to do away with your heart and your mind of your natural man so that your spirit is completely angel and the animal is crucified completely at a DNA level in your molecules and your spirit does the speaking and your spirit does the preaching and your spirit does the actions of the excellence of God the Father right through your temples because you got rid of the animal in your hearts and in your minds and in your bones and in your organs and in your bone marrow and you have a different bloodline now by the Shekinah God that burned in the bush who produced the first Jew Abraham how by circumcising his heart and mind not an external circumcision it was the radiation of the angel Yahweh who created the heavens and the earth Jesus Christ the angel of the Lord that produced the first Jew Abraham by radiation which is the circumcision of heart and the circumcision of mind and the circumcision of flesh 
for circumcision did not come from Moses, but from the patriarchs, it is written, which means it's not a part of the law and it has nothing to do with circumcising your penises and vaginas. It has everything to do with the purity of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob removing all lust and sexual morality and flirtatiousness and selfish love from your spirits, souls, minds, and bodies so that you can be as pure as Jesus Christ is pure in the flesh. Have you ever heard of a virgin king? You have. You've heard of Jesus. you just never seen it demonstrated. I know you haven't. Because the virgin king... If you read the Bible, Revelation chapter 5 has all money. Okay? All money. All Jewish money. All central banking power in the nations. King of the Jews. Has all power. Has all financial power. Has all physical power. Power to bind angels and bind men and women and cast them into eternal imprisonment. Now you don't like hearing that because part of you is going to go there. The part of you that think you think is you but is not you that's going to be circumcised out of you because you are angels. You are the children of righteousness and your spirit is fully angelic as the God who rebirthed you in your spirit. The Bible calls it a new creature. 2 Corinthians 5.17 If anyone's born again here, They are a new angelic creature. The Bible says living creature. Same word of the living creatures around his throne. And there's four of them. Lion, eagle, ox, and man around his throne. Carrying Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Carrying all God's nature and the wonderful four-faced man in the eternal gospel around the genius mind and the mastermind of this whole world. Jesus Christ the Word of God, King of kings and Lord of lords. And He wants you to walk in the same way as Himself and He will send His angels to you and He will send His Spirit to you and He will send help to you and He will put men and women of righteousness and wisdom and purity and holiness around your life as you walk in the way of the Lord. What is this way of the Lord? It is the exact same steps that Jesus took when he was down here. He wasn't down here long. He went right up, didn't he? Out of Egypt, which is an elevation, I shall raise my son. Are you his son? Are you his daughter? That means out of the earth, which is Egypt, I will raise you. If you are a son and a daughter, that means that you will be raised from the dead into heavenly condition and state of being and you will be on the mountain of the Holy Spirit and you will stand on the mountain of the Holy Spirit and you will no longer participate of the animal behavior of religion stubbornness pride and any form of lust and false agape that's nice to the flesh but not nice to God the Father that man-pleasing thing, that Nicolaitan thing, all the heresies 
of the separations from serving God. We need consummation with the Father's righteousness, which is every part of Him as a being of power and glory and light and lightning and fire has to become our entire physical makeup. That's why makeup was so demonic in the book of Enoch taught by the fallen angels because it's a false covering because you are to have the splendor of God the Father's righteousness in your flesh, in your face, in your skin, in your organs. It was never for man to age or die, Scripture says. That came out of man's fall and religion... All the religious garbage you've heard in your life is a gospel under the sun that reinforces death. That's why you have the church, and oftentimes right beside the church, there's the graveyard. It is practice, they even call it in the Catholic Church, going to the parish. Because you're perishing, and right behind the parish, after you perish, you're buried in the graveyard. Religion, even Christianity, as you've known it, in the most sly, trickery forms of the charismatic and glory stream realms, even the drunken glory, has been under the sun, full of mixtures of doctrines of devils, of Azazel, of Molech, and of Pan, these main devils that we're facing now, and there are many, many devils, many Satans, not one Satan. They all have names. So we say when we're infants in Christ, devil or Satan. But when we're mature and actually facing these things, we have understanding of their names. In righteousness, you know their names. The Bible says I would not have you be unaware. Otherwise, there's just some devil down in hell and you're up here on the earth trying to be good and you don't have any clue what's going on in reality. In reality, you have ranged attack from Satan's in a counterfeit tree of life of wandering stars constantly trying to deceive you in this world. This universe is as fallen as fallen gets. It's our job to fix it and make it upright through practicing righteousness. Practicing uprightness. And we will. We will practice righteousness. And we will love God in this place. And we will help the human race. Something Rebecca and I have been talking about is how Gabriel explained to Daniel in the book of Daniel how he had no help against the principalities except one angel in the whole universe, Michael. Your job and my job as mature believers is to help the archangels, is to help Gabriel. We're so self-conscious, we're always thinking about helping ourselves. You're only going to mature when you take your eyes off of yourself and start helping Gabriel by dealing with the serpents. He's over the snakes and over paradise. And he complained, he didn't sin, but he complained and explained to Daniel, I was delayed in bringing the breakthrough for 40 days because there's nobody to help me in the entire world. 
not one other man, not one other woman, and not one other angel besides Prince Michael. And that's what the Bible says. And it's not much, much different now. It's not much different now than in the days of Daniel. You need to understand your purpose as a soldier in the armies of the living God. It is to participate and work with the archangels who are given power in the second heavens and they are the holy watchers who love God and love you. And they need us to grow up and help them. And you will know them by name. You will understand their function because you will function in it also as the mature sons and daughters of the living God. Enoch 20. Am I yelling? No, I'm shouting to the Lord. Just a silver trumpet. The Bible says he comes with the shout of the archangel. How many of y'all know the archangel is going to shout when you grow up? When I grow up, when you grow up, when we mature out of self-consciousness and self-protection and self-promotion, all soulish, religious, charismatic witchcraft and all the confusion of perversion and false agape and all impurity and all the nonsense we do under the sun that's all sin. Falling short of the glory of the sun is sin. That's what sin is, is falling short of the glory of the Son of Righteousness. Truth in Enoch 20. These are the names of the angels who watch. Uriel, one of the holy angels who presides over clamor and terror. Raphael, one of the holy angels who presides over the spirits of men. Reguel, one of the holy angels who inflicts punishment on the world and the luminaries that's big today for election day over the luminaries healing the luminaries because we're going to get into the book of jubilees in a minute healing the luminaries and bringing forth the splendor from the stars and shining as the stars forever daniel 12 3 with the bright and morning star over all stars light of lights god of gods and all the abilities of the names of the stars of your father in heaven's righteousness rocking walking in true righteousness walking in true purity walking in the true path of enoch without the mixtures of self where the brain and the heart are just so removed that all that's standing up in you is god the father himself as light as radiance as power and I tell you the truth, that will happen to you physically until stars begin to pour forth through your circumcised heart and brain. Deborah of Judges 5.20 and the stars warred for Deborah against Sisera, which is Satan and all the Satans. You are only going to take out principalities and demon gods and all the labyrinth and confusion and all the Molech and all the, the counterfeits of the satanic order of Melchizedek and all of that tree of the knowledge of good and evil that pretends to be the tree of life and all that nonsense of sin and rebellion and confusion. You will only incinerate it as you begin to practice righteousness, which is practicing a river of silver stars and silver star waters of absolute holiness in the purity of the 12 pearls around each star. Each star is named after God the Father's name. It's written in scripture. And each star has pearls around it, which is the purification of the fountains of wisdom that kills beasts and birds, 
which means you can't practice any type of righteousness starting with the sun until you're purified with the pearl purification pearl represents sanctification pearl represents fountains of wisdom proverbs 9 1 wisdom kills beasts wisdom kills birds wisdom kills devils demons of every class of the fallen nine angelic classes in your flesh in your blood in your dna and you are never the same wisdom kills make it a t-shirt and wear it because that's the only way you'll ever practice righteousness is if the wisdom of the ages the wisdom of jesus christ and the wisdom of his cross has slaughtered your hearts and minds in the seven spirits of god who is the lord of spirits the seven spirits of god is the lord of spirits and his messiah jesus christ is the teacher and the door of all righteousness to enoch and this generation of righteousness that will learn the ancient paths of how to physically ascend and physically descend in the angel of the lord you will see angels ascending and descending upon the son of man he who descended is also he who ascended to the right hand of god which means the way of the lord is not lateral but vertical ascending and descending and you can only descend to help the nations to the height you have ascended to become like him in splendor and that's where people just miss it most of you and i can say honestly all of you have not ascended nearly as high as you think you have when you begin to ascend you will begin to know the sun as a creature and an ophanim of the sun as a creature as an entity and as powerful light and splendor and glory through the portals of the soul and your soul will become a path of the sun and the moon and that revelation is reserved for today a great blood moon and the covering of the blood of the brain for the moon represents man's mind and the sun represents man's heart and the earth represents man's belly and all three must be made white as snow in the glory of jesus christ through earth and through moon and through sun and through all the stars and all the luminaries shall be healed when you begin to practice the nature of jesus christ without mixture of religion selfishness greed or any form of idolatry because that immorality is what causes you to take revelation and to practice it in the flesh which is what sorcery is sorcery is the taking of the revelation of god and his tree of life and practicing it outside the pearl gates of each star with no purification from sexual morality that's why all the occult activities and even the religious activities of the roman catholic church and all the abominations of that you see in all forms of religion even has crept into the charismatic church and to the the glory stream as you know you've seen many fall in the last 10 years into gross sexual morality 
even pedophilia and all kinds of strange things of, of lust. This is because when you're outside the city gates of each star that leads to the heavenly Jerusalem, there is no refiner's fire from the impurities. And so you're practicing a sorcery and you're producing dogs. Sorcery is practicing revelations from the names of the stars outside the pearls of great price. So it looks the same. It looks exactly the same to everyone on earth who has no revelation or who hasn't descended. They can't tell the difference other than one thing. The purity, the sexual purity, the lack of lust, the complete and total devoidance of pride. That it, This is not human. If it is still human in any form and shape and way, it is totally sorcery. Because inside the pearls is nothing human. There is no dog or sorcerer inside the gates, it is written. But outside the gates, it is written by Apostle John in the book of Revelation. Outside are sorcerers and dogs and those who love lies. The loving of the lie is the loving in the marriage to Belial. Satan, the father of lies. And what they do is they pervert truth and use it for themselves, which is blasphemy. The perverting of truth for self is the sins of the Satans. That's counterfeit Melchizedek. It's counterfeit righteousness. It's unrighteousness. It's wickedness because there's no purification. The only evidence of practicing the actual power of righteousness is in the 12 pearls. These names of the 12 tribes could be used of the 12 constellations of the sons of Jacob, and it's pure sorcery in the synagogue of Satan. And Jewish sorcery today is called, we all know, Kabbalah, and it's taught in every secret society in every nation in the entire world to this moment. But we're at war against the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that is Kabbalah and the false tree of life. And it's satanic order of Melchizedek that's under the black cherubim of Molech and Pan of all lust and all pride of the Satans. And we want it completely burned out of your heads by the true tree of life. That requires 12 pearls. The Bible says the gates of the apostles are the only entrance into the kingdom of God. See, what happened at Calvary was a lot more than just D Jesus dying on a cross. That's what the physical animal eyes could look at. In the spirit world, there was gates and pearls around each star, so now they were outside the stars. In the Old Testament, they were inside the stars. The twelve sons of Jacob, the Bible says, are the twelve constellations of times and seasons, sons of Issachar. So, but the difference is, if you stay in that Jewishness, without the Jewishness of the Messiah of the Jews, Jesus of Nazareth, you are outside the gates practicing sorcery. Christians practice sorcery when they're outside the gates. Most of them unknowingly, and so you'll be forgiven like all the sorcerers in the book of Acts. Most of them are forgiven. Simon the sorcerer who opposed the apostles who tried to buy the Holy Spirit, he was struck, he was disciplined, he was punished for his wickedness. But the Bible says later on he's helping the apostles. He totally repented and got cleansed from his sorceries. He didn't even know the difference. He probably had an apostolic and prophetic calling. But out of ignorance 
and a lack of purity was practicing outside the gates of these stars of righteousness and the son of righteousness in an Old Testament Kabbalah and didn't have the absolute purity of the virgin king Jesus, which is the entrance into righteousness. Enoch said, Jesus, the son of man, with his wool hair, taught him the book of righteousness. And that the book of righteousness would be the book of Enoch and the very gate of righteousness for all future generations. And nobody shall ever see what I have seen. Which means if you don't receive Enoch as scripture and as the gate of righteousness, you will never practice Christian maturity your entire lives. This stuff is not optional. Jesus and all 12 apostles believed the book of Enoch was scripture equal to Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and all the New Testament that you read every day from the apostles. The apostles believed, and they actually wrote out verbatim, many of them referenced Enoch, some of them quoted Enoch. And if it's quoted in reference, and Jesus did often, if you study Enoch, you can see the teachings of the red letters of the Messiah quoting the context of the book of Enoch constantly. Constantly. It was something that you were supposed to know as a Jew. Because you're supposed to know the Bible. That's why you went to synagogue every Saturday. To know the scriptures. Well, they did. They all knew Enoch. Because Enoch was taught in every single synagogue as scripture. Enoch is not even close to Apocrypha. Enoch was written by Enoch himself, the scribe of righteousness. Anyone who says otherwise is a devil. Enoch was written by Enoch, passed down all the way into the 200 BC when you had the library in in Alexandria from Alexander the Great. And what they did is take all the Jewish manuscripts and they'd sell them to the Greeks who had conquered the whole world for tons and tons of money. So people think that Enoch was written 200 BC because we have all the translations from the library of Alexandria in 200 BC. But Enoch was in Hebrew translated into Greek for that library. And they simply sold a copy that has become very famous and well known. And that's why people believe in a, to their error and their discount that Enoch is so recent. That was the Hebrew translated into the Greek. Enoch is not Apocrypha. Enoch is Hebrew ancient scripture and everyone in Jesus's day believed that up into 500 AD when the Pope took it out of canonized scripture and it's only in the Western church that it was taken out it's still scripture in every other church of the East and the African in the world has it as canonized scripture only the Roman Catholic uh, Catholic abomination the Western church is the only part of the global church that took it out of the Bible. You need to understand that because no other branch of Christianity took it out. It's still in the Bible. So the West is controlled by religious warlocks who purposely took these these books out of Scripture so that sorcery would rule over you through religion and that's why many of you are afflicted right now. It was done intentionally by the ruling class elites 
and they're still using it against American Christians and all the Christians in the world to this day. I've seen it recently. They use it against the Christians in Australia, New Zealand. They use it to manipulate all the Christians in Europe. They use it to manipulate and control all the Christians in America. Very passionate about this. Because the gospel is to set the captives free. You can't be set free without Enoch. You can't. Because it's the rejection of the sun and the moon and the stars and righteousness. You can't ever in a hundred million years begin to walk in actual sonship freedom of what Jesus walked in, what his apostles walked in. These celestial garments that the apostle Paul said he was beginning to walk in. A resurrection form that John said on Patmos, a door into the heavenlies, a door into the 12 stars of Revelation 12.1, a door into the heavens and a door into the third heaven, through the heavens into the heaven of heavens and into the high heavens. And you keep going until all the heavens are formed in your bodies and then you'll overcome death. But you can't even get out of the first heaven without Enoch. Enoch, which is Enoch's door, from El Olam, which was the number one background music of Joel's Bar since 2009. We've played it probably 5,000 times. And the first song with that door opening, that song is called Enoch's Door. There is no other door. No one will see what I have seen. There is no other door than Enoch. You have to understand that you could read Abraham, you could read the Apostle Paul. Could you imagine if all of Apostle Paul was rejected? What kind of Christianity you'd have down here? Or if John was rejected without the Gospel of John, without the love apostle, what kind of Christianity you've had down here? And that's like crazy to think about. But think about someone greater than John, someone greater than Paul, who's walking with the luminaries, with all seven archangels in Scripture, and overcoming and conquering death. Because that's Enoch. You are actually casting out a more powerful part of Scripture. That's why Adolf Hitler only killed people if they had Enoch. You could have every part of Apostle Paul. You could have the whole New Testament, and they'd let you live. But if you were found with a copy of Enoch in Nazi Germany, you'd be burned at the stake and executed. The Third Reich tried to completely destroy, and they were successful for destroying every copy of Enoch in all of Europe. Do you know that? except Ethiopia. They couldn't touch it, and there was copies of the book of Enoch in Ethiopia. It's true. They completely destroyed and burned thousands and thousands and thousands of copies of it. So now we have the internet, so we can all look at it. But you need to understand, this was the most opposed book in the history of man. For a thousand years of the Roman Catholic Church, exactly one thousand, If you were found to be reading Enoch or had any of the words of Enoch on your possession, you were instantly burned at the stake as a heretic. You understand that? You could have all the other New Testament. You could have any other part of the Bible. But if you had Enoch, it was punishable by death for 1,000 years of Christianity on earth. That's a long time. They didn't care about if you had Apostle Paul's writings. Why? only Enoch because Enoch is the gate into actual Christian maturity and you'll never find anyone going to actual maturity 
of the healing of the luminaries in the light of the sun, walking in true power over the earth unless they go through Enoch's door. And that's the truth in you. Amen. So, read it over your children and fill them with the brightness of Jesus Christ. You read Enoch over kids, they won't have demons. You read it over yourself first and you get delivered. Adults, you will be delivered. I was getting delivered today reading all the verses of the sun. Sun is mentioned 46 times because these devils and their religion and these sorcerers in America have stolen the light of our sun and use it against us in Christianity. It's true. <laughs> they have stolen the luminaries and held them captive and caused Christians to grope about in religious darkness of do's and don'ts. So there is a total war for the luminaries. This is the real battle, and Christ has the victory. So you're not fighting up from defeat. You're not even fighting for victory. You're fighting from the victory of Christ in you towards all these thieves of light. That's why Satan is an angel of light, like an angel light, because he steals the light outside the pearls because he has no purity. And anyone who listens to him is immoral and idolatrous 100% of the time. So we let real righteousness purify us. We allow real wisdom to crucify our beasts. We allow real wisdom to kill every power of the air around our minds and through our minds. So there's wisdom. I see wisdom now, the, the pools and the refreshment of wisdom. It's the wisdom that we come and drink that we're saved, the crystal clear and sparkling. And if you keep drinking, guess what? The Spirit and the Bride say, come and drink, all who are thirsty. If you keep drinking wisdom and keep killing beasts and birds in your own hearts and minds and your own spirit getting purified and glorified, you'll go into that well. That's Enoch's door. And inside that well, once the water has killed your beasts and birds, drinking wisdom, Proverbs 9.1, she has mixed her wine, which means it's changing your bloodline into the bloodline of Jesus, which is a waterway to God the Father. Then that's the silver water path through the center of the stars. And each star, you'll have to be purified even more to bear God's name in your forehead. That's the marking of the Father's name in your forehead. And when His name is completely written in your renewed mind from practicing righteousness as an angel of the Lord, of a Yahweh-type angel, with all nine angelic races in your born-again spirit since you're born of God, all the maturity of the nine angelic races are in that new creature in Christ. And that's the truth anyhow. And those who practice righteousness shall be as the angels of heaven. That's not just Enoch. That's also Luke in the Gospel, chapter 20. The children of the resurrection become completely and totally angelic. And the animal flesh and the animal DNA of everything under the sun is just shredded off of their spirit. And so your body changes. Your body actually becomes a glorified version of your angel. As if you don't even have a body. But you do, but it's crystal clear and sparkling. And the only part of you people can see is your angel form. That's where you're going. That's called transfiguration. And it'll happen by the renewing of your mind when you agree with righteousness and disagree with the teachings of the Satans and disagree with all pride and all lust and actually desire a higher way, a holier way to go higher in a bigger cross. And you must begin to walk the path of Enoch 
through the door of Enoch in order to learn and practice righteousness because it's only through righteousness and the consummation of righteousness of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ and the seven spirits of God in your flesh and blood that causes all the judgment of the fallen angels to be completely removed from the new heavens and the new earth where righteousness dwell which means righteousness must be practiced of all God's names written head to toes in the temple of God you've been the temple of the Holy Spirit become the temple of the Lamb then become the temple of the Father 30 60 100 fold amen you've been the temples of the Holy Spirit under the Sun but you've been fighting all the stuff above the Sun ranged warfare against principalities of fiery arrows of the evil one just always on the defense always attacked struggling constant stuff never perfect because the bible says that the holy spirit's a down payment if you study it out first fruits it means one percent you go into the sun you get into the lamb get into the 30 percent you can only practice 30 percent of available divinity in the spirit under the sun which means you've never seen mature Christianity your entire lives. That's the truth anyhow at Enoch's standard. And Enoch's standard is the only standard in this generation. Everything else is sin, falling short of the sun. Son of righteousness is the standard. And in the sun, you begin to practice 30-fold. And you go up into a 60-fold, 100-fold as you do the works of the Lamb. And as you begin to do the works of the Father as a high priest, which means you're going to be high. You're going to be in the luminaries. You're going to be in the sun. You're going to be in the paths of the sun, in the paths of the moon. And there'll be 12 paths. And they go right through the righteousness you have in your renewed souls as you've removed all the world and the seven mountains of the seven stars of the seven-headed beasts of the whore of Babylon have been completely extracted from your hearts in a greater separation from wickedness and sorcery and from all rebellion and from all lust and from all pride completely removed from all Christianity under the sun to the Christianity of the Lord Jesus Christ who's above the sun in the path of the suns that's what the Bible says in Revelation. There was an angel standing on the sun. That's about where we're at right now with, with a couple sons of God on this planet and in the solar system right now. Just a couple. We want to produce a billion. We want a billion people to come up here. But it's going to require a level of strictness that most of you just manifest and call that extreme. Most of you just manifest and say that's too hard. This is such a hard teaching. The seven spirits of God in you like how difficult it is because only the seven spirits of God in you can purify you in your heart to make it possible and then even easy because you now have that 30-fold of the seven spirits of God. The spirit of God is the down payment into the more mature things of God. The spirit of God is called the mother, the brooding mother hen. The mother would wean the children in Jewish society until they're 12. Which means becoming infants in Christ is all about doing the works of the Holy Spirit and obeying the seven spirits of God with all your spirit and all your soul and all your brain and all your organs. Because your body is no longer your own. You're bought with a price. Therefore, honor God with all your hearts and souls and all of your feelings and emotions, all of your opinions, Every part of you must honor the seven spirits of God completely and perfectly in all the works that the Spirit of God has asked you to do, predestined for, ordained for you to do. And you go higher as you obey the Spirit. 
Only in the perfecting of the obedience to the seven spirits of God in your souls will you ever even begin to know the works of the Lamb in the Son, the angels standing on the Son in the book of Revelation. We've had all kinds of greasy teachings and sloppy teachings of this stuff. Now it's going to be Enoch. Now it's going to be reality. Now you're going to understand the cost, and it's no longer going to be goofy. It's going to be reality. It's going to be righteousness. It's going to be holiness. And it'll be a greater drink than anything you've ever known. You'll actually grow up and transfigure and transform into different creatures with different DNA, with different abilities, totally angelic, less and less human, less and less earthly, more and more heavenly. Until the Son of Righteousness has healed your hearts and your minds. And there, you'll begin to learn a higher righteousness. you begin to learn how to rule and reign over the earth. And you'll still be a total infant in these things. A young lad, it's called in Scripture. For you have overcome the evil one. The Bible says no one overcomes the evil one unless they're crucified unto that level of righteousness. Until their spirit is standing on the sun, which is what overcoming the evil one looks like. Truth anyhow. You can overcome the little snakes down here on earth, but they're still clinging to you. There's no actual separation. You must ascend and pulverize with lightning from the sun, the serpents, with Archangel Gabriel. And you will work with the archangels. And you will know them by name, and it will become normal life to you for everyone who rises. Because everyone in heaven that knows God this well is always around the archangels of God. It's not just for super mystics. It's for anyone who rises, anyone who matures, anyone who grows up in Christ. God wants heaven to be normal to you. It's not elitism. It's the resurrection. This generation is the children of resurrection. The children who rise from the earthly into the heavenly. And you have to get all the Laodicean slime off of your minds, that sloth off of your brains, off of your flesh, off of your cells, off of your molecules, off of your elements, off of your houses, your windows, your ceilings, your floors, your walls. All of it has to melt with fervent heat of righteousness. Righteousness is what melts the elements. Peter was talking about it, but he never walked in it. He saw glimpses into it, but he was never allowed in his generation to walk in it. Truth anyhow. Now, he paved a way. He purified with his scriptures, but he did not walk in it because walking in this clearly with Enoch, you can't die. Enoch lived around the, the watchers that fell from heaven and the sirens and the giants. They were eating people, 600-foot giants. True story. It's written in the Word. Enoch wasn't touched by any of the works of the fallen watchers, the 200 who descended on Mount Hermon in the days of Jared. Enoch was not, he ruled and reigned over the whole mess of the fallen angels and their sons, the giants, and their sirens, the women who had sex with fallen angels. He ruled over all that mess and was king of kings and lord of lords, according to the Bible. It's true, which means none of it touches you today. It's in the weakest form it's ever been today. But the, in its weakest form, it's in the most deceptive form because it's completely in the spirit, in the shadows. It's defeated by Jesus already, but we have yet to learn the path of righteousness of Enoch. 
Most people still mock this stuff. We have people manifesting against this stuff. I know there's about 50 of you that are interested in paying the price to walk in it, but not much more than that. Most of this is scorned by all the church as extremism. And we just take bits and pieces and apply it to our souls without, without actually paying the price to die with him in higher fire. The cross is the gate to the Father, which means if you die with him in spirit and die with him in soul and extract all seven mountains of the seven stars that fell from heaven out of all the seven castles of your heart, then you're purified by the seven spirits of God. Then you're actually baptized to the level necessary to enter Enoch's door and begin practicing righteousness as young women and young men of righteousness, which John called lads in Christ who have overcome the evil one. Only in righteousness at that level with your heart completely circumcised from all seven mountains of this world out of your heart, out of your soul, out of your seven interior castles of consciousness of self until you're only looking at the seven blazing torches of the living God in your temples, the first fruits of your temples, the first stage of ascension in your bodies. Then and only then is Enoch's door open to you. And that is where all of you must go. Make the seven spirits of God your master. Make the seven spirits of God the Lord of your lives. You've called him Holy Ghost. We've said, come Holy Spirit. Come and heal. Come and bless. Come and answer my selfish prayers. Come and heal my sick kids. Come and do all this stuff for me. <clears throat> We've been wicked. Now we give our souls the Holy Ghost and say, there's no longer me. I no longer live the life and I'll live. I give it to the seven spirits of God. I give it to the Lord of spirits that I may know the Messiah in reality and not just fictional, false, earthly American Christianity. It's a facade. It's a, it's a lie. The earthly forms are all deceptions. We must know Jesus like, like Acts chapter 9 and Romans 9. Luminary form. Coming as a being that's a moving star of righteousness brighter than the noonday sun. Why brighter than the sun? Because in his flesh... There's 150 billion suns if you ascend to the Father through the second heavens in the cosmic tree of life. Well, the 150 billion suns in your body, you're going to be brighter than the one sun of planet Earth. That's why the Bible says in Acts chapter 9, when Jesus came flying and levitating 20 feet over the Damascus road, dealing with the Pharisee of religious pride, he smote him with light and with word and with kindness and that kindness of that light being and the kindness of that luminous being of righteousness the kindness of transfigured Jesus is what caused Saul to become Paul it's the same kindness and gentleness of Jesus Christ and us children of righteousness pouring forth from our faces this is kindness towards you in order for you to be delivered from all your pride to become apostolic, which is basic Christians. Basic Christians, not advanced Christians. Christians that have a path into righteousness, which is becoming apostolic. 
without apostolic Christianity, there is no path even into the sun. You will never practice any of the luminaries. It'll just be rebellion down here from the information from the children of righteousness that you were learning from. But unless you submit to the authority of the 12 pearls of the 12 apostles and get totally purified from all breaking of rank and all dishonoring of men and women of righteousness, there's zero chance you'll ever find Enoch's door. So we need 12 pearls in order to have 12 stars. Mary had the 12 stars. She birthed the Messiah, Revelation 12.1. So it takes all of the Jewish stuff mixed with all of the Christian stuff in the Bible in order to be purified to walk in righteousness. You can't just have constellations and stars. You can't just learn about it and apply it to your soul. There has to be the sanctification. And that's where we need all of you to go. To be sanctified by the seven spirits of God in the names of the twelve apostles of God. And Paul's the twelfth. It's true. It's not Matthias. It's not your opinion. It's Paul. So you have twelve apostles of the Lamb all around the twelve stars of the twelve tribes of Israel in Revelation to practice the stars of the Jews, the constellations of Jacob, and all the power of the luminaries that are under the control of Kabbalah and the Jews that have murdered Jesus by practicing sorcery and rejected the Messiah. So they're outside the stars with false light that deceives the whole earth. That's what Babylon the Great is. Now our righteousness in the stars through the pearls of the names of the apostles will cause us to shine as the Israel of God and the luminaries of God and devour all the Kabbalah of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in the universe. And there will be no more shadows, no more counterfeits, no more Satans, no more black cherubim, black seraphim, black ophanim. All the fallen Satans will be judged when you get purified by the pearls of the names of the apostles to practice the stars of the names of the 12 tribes. And that's the beginning of righteousness. Jubilees chapter 1. And it came to pass in the first year of the exodus of the children of Israel out of Egypt in the third month on the sixteenth day of the month that God spake to Moses saying, Come up to me on the mountain and I will give thee two tablets of stone of the law and of the commandment which I have written that thou may teach people. And Moses went up to the mountain of God and the glory of God abode on Mount Sinai and a cloud overshadowed it for six days and he called to Moses on the seventh day out of the midst of the cloud and the appearance of the glory of the Lord was like a flaming fire on the top of the mountain and Moses was on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights and God taught him the earlier and the latter history of the division of all the days of the law and of the testimony. And he said, Incline thine heart to every word which I shall speak to thee on this mountain. And write them in a book in order that their generations may see how I have not forsaken them for all the evil which they have wrought in transgressing the covenant 
which I established between me and thee for their generations this day and on Mount Sinai. Now I can hear some of your religious demons squirming right now. You're saying this is Moses. Moses stands on Mount Zion with Jesus Christ in Revelation 15. And if you reject Moses here in the new covenant, there's zero chance of ever serving Jesus. Remember, the Antichrist is called lawlessness. So let the lawlessness in your hearts and minds and bodies be thrown in the lake of fire with Satan. And thus it will come to pass when all these things come upon them that they will recognize that I am more righteous than they and all their judgments and all their actions and they will recognize that I have been truly with them. And do thou write for thyself all these words which I declare unto thee this day. For I know the rebellion and their stiff neck before I bring them into the land which I swear to their fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, saying, Unto your seed will I give a land flowing with milk and honey. And they will eat and be satisfied, and they will turn to strange gods. That's what happens after you believe in Jesus, too. To gods which cannot deliver them from aught of their tribulation, and this witness shall be heard for a witness against them, for they will forget all my commandments, even all that I command them, and they will walk after the Gentiles. Walking after the Gentiles today is walking after the demons, the shadows. New covenant context, wisdom, and the uncleanness of the shadows, and after the shame of the phantoms and shadows and counterfeits of the demons of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and will serve their gods and these will prove unto them an offense and a tribulation and an affliction and a snare they'll be snared in the wrong tree with roots and everything all being lying detestable gods that are no gods at all and many will perish and they will be taken captive and will fall into the hands of the enemy because they have forsaken my ordinances and my commandments and the festivals of my covenant and my Sabbaths and my holy place, which I have hollowed for myself in their midst, and my tabernacle and my sanctuary, which I have hollowed for myself in the midst of the land. And I should set my name upon it, that I shall dwell there. And they will make to themselves high places. You make your own high places when you're in the false tree. That's how you get your own lying visions and lying dreams. They're going to make to themselves groves. Little fake Edens. Groves. Little demonic realms that they think is heaven, but they don't know anything about heaven. Just delusional. Groves. Graven images. And they will worship each his own graven image, which is the idolatry of your own souls and self and your fake heavens. Each his own graven image he will worship as he goes astray. And they will sacrifice their children to demons and to all the works of the error of their hearts. And I will send witnesses unto them. Jubilees 1.11. That's where I'm at. Jubilees was also considered scripture. And I will send witnesses unto them 
and I may witness against them, but they will not hear. And they will slay the witnesses also. They will persecute those who seek the law. You notice that? You get accused once you start to get into holiness or righteousness in this counterfeit drunken glory slime of Molech around here. They begin to accuse you of getting into legalism. They will accuse those who get into obedience of the commandments of Jesus Christ. Each time it's Molech and these children of error. I will send witnesses unto them that I may witness against them. But they will not hear. They will slay my witnesses and they will persecute those who seek obedience to the word of Jesus Christ. You love me. You obey my commandments, written five times in 1 John as well. Obedience to the commandment of Jesus. Obedience to the commandment of purifying your souls inside the 12 pearls of the 12 stars. Making excuses. No one's perfect. You can't make excuses anymore. You just love the devil. And devil lovers are everywhere in Christianity claiming grace as a license to sin but they never bear fruit you notice that so many just go around the mountain and claim jesus they they will all die in the wilderness like in ancient times with the exodus they will all because their god is satan still the only evidence that jesus is your actual god is walking up the mountain that's what that's what the bible says Walking up the mountain and sacrificing your selfishness in your souls is the only evidence that you are actually a real Christian at all. And so the mountain becomes the mountain of the testament, of the testimony of you actually being a Christian. If there is no testament from the mountain, no commandment on the mountain with Moses and the Lamb, you are still down in the sand participating with the serpents fighting Gabriel instead of helping Gabriel fighting fighting those snakes that are down in the sand off the mountain most Christians are in the sand right now which means they're not Christians at all only on the mountain in the love of the commandment are you a real Christian at all and that's Old Testament and New Testament both in Jesus name and they will abrogate whatever that means and change everything so as to work evil before my eyes and I will hide my face from them and I will deliver them into the hand of the Gentiles for captivity well this ain't old covenant Gentiles this is new covenant demons I will put some of you in prison with Satan 10 days same verse now you're not going to Gentile captivity. You're going into your demon lovers of your heart that you serve in the secret place of your inner man. Captivity to your own Satan gods for a prey and for devouring. And I'll remove them from the midst of the land, it is written. And I will scatter them amongst the demons. And they will forget all my law and all my commandments and all my judgments and will go astray as to new moons and Sabbaths and festivals and jubilees and ordinances. And after this, they will repent to me. Endure the end, and I'll give you the crown of life. They've repented. 
and got rid of all their other demons, the shadows in their heart, the thing that they're hiding, all their secret places, all their own groves, all their own images. They repented. They will turn to me from amongst the demons with all their hearts and with all their souls and with all their strength. And I will gather them from amongst all the devils and they will seek me so that I shall be found of them. They will seek me with all their heart and with all their soul. And I will disclose to them abounding peace with righteousness. And I'll remove them the plant of uprightness and all my heart with all my soul. And they shall be for a blessing and not for a curse. And they shall be the head and not the tail. Tail is earthly under the sun. Head is heavenly above the sun. You're going to be the head. Christians have never been the head of this earth. The Jews have. And they're going to be reengrafted once we grow up. Ha ha ha. Amen. Truth in hell. Ha ha ha. The head and not the tail. And I will build my sanctuary in their midst. And I will dwell with them. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people in truth and righteousness. And I will not forsake them nor fail them, for I am the Lord their God. And Moses fell on his face and prayed and said, O Lord my God, do not forsake thy people and thy inheritance so that they should wander in the error of their hearts. And do not deliver them into the hands of their enemies, the demons, lest they should rule over them and cause them to sin against thee. Let thy people, O Lord Jesus Christ, be lifted up upon thy people and create in them an upright spirit. And let not the spirit of Belial, father of lies, rule over them to accuse them before thee and to ensnare them from all the paths of righteousness to ensnare them apart from the path of the luminaries, which is where all the Christians have been ensnared, if you haven't noticed, so that they may perish from before thy face because they're ensnared apart from the true path that shines ever brighter, which we're really just rediscovering in this generation. It's been unknown. We're going to teach righteousness for a thousand years, guys. The enemy doesn't have that long. Sin does not have that long. But righteousness has that long. They are thy people and thy inheritance, which thou hast delivered with thy great power from the hand of the Egyptians. Create in them a clean heart and a holy spirit. <laughs> Create in us a holy spirit and a clean heart. And let them not be ensnared in their sins from henceforth unto eternity. And the Lord said unto Moses, I know their contrariness. 
I know their thoughts. I know their stiff necks. And they will not be obedient till they confess their own sin and the sin of their fathers. And after this they will turn to me in all uprightness and with all their heart and with all their soul. And I will circumcise the foreskin of their hearts and the foreskin of the hearts of their seed. And I will create in them a holy spirit and I will cleanse them so that they shall not turn away from me from that day unto eternity. And their souls will cleave to me. Marriage. Same word for marriage. Their souls will cleave to the Holy Spirit, to all Jesus' commandments. They will cleave to the commandment of the Lamb. Amen. And they will fulfill my commandments. This is Jesus talking now. And I will be their father, and they shall be my children. Same exact verse quoted in Revelation. And they shall all be called the children of the living God. And every angel and every spirit shall know, yes, they shall know that these are my children, and that I am their father in uprightness and righteousness, and that I love them. And do thou write down for thyself all these words which I declare unto thee on the mountain, the first and the last which shall come to pass in all the divisions of the days of the law, the Alpha and Omega, and in the testimony and in the weeks and in the jubilees unto eternity, until I descend and dwell with them, that's you, throughout eternity. He wants to dwell and descend with you. Notice you had to ascend the mountain of his commandment, just like the prodigal son story meets you halfway. He'll meet you in the mid-heavens. It's the gospel of the mid-heavens. It's the gospel of God. No one's heard the gospel unless God comes down and meets you halfway. And you begin to know God face to face, every single one of you. I believe you will. Not just on the inside, on the outside come on now and he said to the angel of the presence write for moses from the beginning of creation till my sanctuary has been built among them for all eternity and the angel will appear to the eyes of all and all shall know that i am the god of israel and the father of all the children of jacob and king on mount zion for all eternity and zion and jerusalem shall be holy set apart from all the satans amen and the angel of the presence who went before the camp of israel took the tablets of the divisions of the years from the times of the creation of the law and of the testimony of the weeks of the jubilees according to the individual years according to all the number of the jubilees according to the individual years and from the day of the new creation when the heavens and the earth shall be renewed when the heavens and the earth shall be renewed that's happening right now today guys in this blood moon it's happening today today is the day of salvation in hearing not hardening your hearts but believing the prophetic commandment 
and all their creation according to the powers of the heavens and according to the creation of the earth unto the sanctuary of the Lord shall be made in Jerusalem on Mount Zion. Hear this. And all the luminaries be renewed. That's the sun, the moon, and all the stars. All the luminaries must be renewed for what? For what, Moses? For healing! For healing! And for peace! And for blessing! For all the elect of Israel. Israel means sons of God. For all the real mature ones. Israel. And that thus it may be from that day unto all the days of the earth. And the angel of the presence spake to Moses according to the word of the Lord, saying, Write the complete history of the creation, how in six days the Lord God finished all his works, and all that he created, and kept Sabbath on the seventh day, and hallowed it for all ages, and appointed it as a sign for all his works. For on the first day he created the heavens, which are above, and the earth, and the waters, and all the spirits which serve before him, the angels of the presence, and the angels of sanctification, and the angels of the spirit of fire, and the angels of the spirit of the winds, and the angels of the spirit of the clouds, and of darkness, and of snow, and of hail, and of hoarfrost, and the angels of the voices, and of the thunder, and of the lightning, and the angels of the spirits of cold, and of heat, and of winter, and of spring, and of autumn, and of summer, and of all the spirits, and of all the spirits of his creatures, which are in the heavens and on the earth. He created the abysses, guys and the darkness god created it eventide and night and the light dawn and day which he hath prepared in the knowledge of his heart isn't that cool that's where the fiery coals come from just want to go in their father's heart and just eat as much as you can bushels of fiery coals of devouring as much of the Father's heart, because this is the knowledge of His heart, the knowledge of righteousness that I'm sharing with you tonight. And thereupon we saw His works, and praised Him, and lauded Him. On account of all His works, we praised and worshipped Him. For seven great works did He create on the first day. And on the second day He created the firmament in the midst of the waters, and the waters were divided on that day. Half of them went up above the half, and half of them went down below the firmament that was in the midst over the face of the whole earth. And this was the only work God created on the second day. And on the third day, He commanded the waters to pass from off the face of the whole earth into one place, and the dry land to appear 
And the waters did so as he commanded them, and they retired from off the face of the earth into one place outside of this firmament. And the dry land appeared. And on that day he created for them all the seas according to their separate gathering places and all the rivers and the gatherings of the waters in the mountains and on all the earth. Notice those mountains aren't on earth. That's the mid-heaven waters. But then also in the earth too, so you can chill out. And all the lakes. Minnesota there. Direct reference. Land of lakes. And all the dew of the earth. Mountain dew probably. What you mountain dew cannot be mountain undone. Too much caffeine and sugar. They're crazy. little comedy in there makes the revelation go down dew of the earth and the seed which is sown and all sprouting things and fruit bearing trees and the trees of the wood and the garden of Eden that's kind of a big deal in Eden and all the plants after their kind God created his heaven these four great works God created on the third day. And on the fourth day, He created the sun and the moon. That's pretty cool. God's moon. And the stars. God's stars. Awesome. Let's heal the luminaries. Amen. The luminar luminaries are set for healing. Now and forevermore. He created the sun. He created the moon and he created the stars and set them in the firmament sky of the heavens to give light upon all the earth and then interesting the stars are for the light of the earth the stars are for the light of the earth that's what scripture says now hallelujah and give light upon the earth from all that was set in the heavens to rule over the day and the night and divide the light from the darkness which is the rigidness of righteousness when you don't practice any darkness at a cellular level in your bodies anymore and your health is like the noonday sun literally and God appointed the sun to be a great sign on the earth for days and for Sabbaths and for months and for feasts and for years and for Sabbaths of years I got your intention there that means years of rest and for years of jubilees and for all the seasons of the years it'll open up for you and it divided the light from the darkness and what does the Bible say and the Sun is appointed by God, Jubilees 2.10, for prosperity. The sun is the direct reason that all things can be added unto you when you seek first the kingdom and its righteousness. Righteousness, understood by the ancients, was practicing the lights of the luminaries for the pleasure and the pure worship of God the Father's name. So that's how you get all things added unto you. Righteousness. 
And this righteousness is by the appointment from God of the Son for prosperity. Jubilees 2.10 The Son is appointed by God for prosperity. And separation, the Son is for separation now from all darkness. So don't think you get an inheritance if there's secret sin in your hearts and your minds or the thoughts and the intentions of your heart are crooked to kill, steal, and destroy or any lust or any pride. You have no inheritance in the sun until those lower things under the sun are totally removed by the sun from your spirits, souls, minds, and flesh. Truth anyhow. God appointed the sun to separate you from darkness, Jubilees 2.10, and to give you prosperity once you're separated. And all things may prosper which shoot and grow on the earth. These three kinds he made on the fourth day, and on the fifth day he created the great sea monsters, which says whales in another translation. I like sea monsters better, more mystical. Because <clears throat> you do with the Leviathan around here, you know what I mean? The gossipers at the messenger on Facebook. Let your Leviathan gossip and slander and all the little chirping of the hen house, when it comes into your messenger, let your messenger be the place where it dies. Amen. Amen. Okay. That's the sea monster part of the Bible. In the depths of the waters, for these were the first things of flesh that were created by his hands. And I can see some of those sea monsters are no longer whales. They became corrupted probably by the star that fell from heaven and became Leviathan. Killed one third of the sea creatures, scripture says. So just in case you're wondering, that's what happened. The fish and everything that moves in the waters and everything that flies, the birds and all their kind. Well, we know one third of them turned bad too. And the sun rose above them to prosper them. And above everything that was on the earth, everything that shoots out of the earth, and all fruit-bearing trees, and all flesh. These three kinds he created on the fifth day, and on the sixth day he created all the animals of the earth, and all cattle, which is a good deal, steak, yummy, and everything that moves on the earth. It's also the bulls of Bashan probably too, if you want to go into the darkness. And the bales, which are bulls. Some of them left their posts. The giants corrupted all the, the uh, fish and the beasts and everything that flies and crawls and walks on the land and swims in the water. So it was a demonic spiritual thing that is now all these demons. So that's where you get the bulls, bulls of Bashan. Psalms 22 gaped about me, it is written. Well, God created bulls. These cattle are bulls in Scripture. But one-third of them got corrupted. So that's why you don't want to eat cheap beef. Demonic. Ha, ha, ha. Well, it's true in the spirit and the natural. And after all this, he created man. And you can eat cheap beef too. Just pray over it longer. 
like McDonald's. Oh Lord, double quarter pounder with cheese grapes. Amen. Glory. Everything that moves on the earth. And after all this, he created man. A man and a woman created he them and gave them dominion. It actually just says him. Sorry, ladies. Over all that is upon the earth and all the seas. It was the spirit man. For some of you that's still stuck in the beast, it was spirit man. And over everything that flies and over beasts. Thank, thank God for that. And over cattle. Oh, amen. And over everything that moves on the earth. And over the whole earth. And over all this, he gave him dominion. So it's over all the earth. And then the last part, it says over all of this, which is cosmos. Luminaries, he gave dominion. And these four kinds he created on the sixth day. And there were altogether two and twenty kinds. And he finished all his work on the sixth day. Heavenly Father, all that is in the heavens and all the earth, and in the seas and in the abysses, and in the light and in the darkness and in everything. And he gave us a great sign, the Sabbath day, that we should work six days and keep Sabbath on the seventh day from all work. And all the angels of the presence and all the angels of sanctification, these two great classes, he hath bidden us, notice it's not Biden us, bidden, no more Biden, he had bidden us to keep the Sabbath with him in heaven. Where is the rest of the Sabbath? It's not on the earth! in heaven which is mid heaven and then automatically you'll have it on earth after that jubilees 2:18 it is written and he said unto us behold i will separate unto myself a people from among all the peoples and these shall keep the sabbath of the heavens and i will sanctify them unto myself as my people and will bless them the 144,000 as I have sanctified the Sabbath day and do sanctify it unto myself says the Father even so will I bless them and they shall be my people and I will be their God of Israel Amen so you can see the framework of righteousness of God being the God of new covenant, the perfect covenant of all Israel. In Jesus' mighty name, help our people get clarity in their minds and in their hearts for all these mysteries of righteousness. And let Phanuel, the archangel of repentance, grant each heart and each mind repentance from all death into all the risen life of Jesus Christ. Amen. Bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
I just want to pray a blessing towards everyone that sows into this mighty word of righteousness to grow in wisdom, to grow in purity, to grow in holiness, to consecrate their works of their flesh unto God the Father, and not man or woman or even their own household, but for the house of God. Let all your businesses, all the works of your hand, be for God and not graven images for your own souls. Consecrate your marketplace, your hands and your minds to do the works of the Holy Spirit for God the Father's enjoyment of your souls, that your houses may rise in righteousness in wisdom and have an open heavens of the excellence of the works of the Spirit and the works of the Lamb of God and the works of God the Father Himself through your eternal bodies in Jesus' name. Amen.
In the time of tribulation. Hallelujah. 